Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want you to know that the mothership has landed. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mothership. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's go aboard. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, North America. How are you? The mothership has connected from Denver to Miami. Sunflower, Florida to Carolina, Kalamazoo to Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, D.A. Everything we saying, D.A., everything. It's a trash Tuesday. It's me, Sean Morris. You know me as Baraz. In with the bogeyman on this summer Tuesday. A little respite for D.A. today. Look, when you got days to burn, you got days to burn, bogey. What's cooking, brother? Sean, it's good to see you again. I think in a minute we can get to how I'm looking at you. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. what's going on around here? Pete has had an awful precedent where people just don't show up for work whenever they so choose. They, they say the game is follow the, the leader. I, and, and our leader has taken us from a place where we just don't account for people's presence anymore. You want to come in? Great. If you don't, no big deal. I mean, we are now on day three of weekday bingo. Yeah. We've had no DA on a Friday. We've had no DA on a Thursday. And now we scratch off Tuesday with Monday and Wednesday only left open before we start chugging. Yeah, I, I'm into it, Bogues, though. I, I like it. Now we get to anchor a trash Tuesday. That is true. Which is great. Which, by the way, will come your way in an hour and 17 minutes from right now. Which hour precise. of the show is that? That's our number two on the show. For now. And get your tweets at Mraz, CBS, M-R-A-Z, CBS, and at Andrew Bogish. Let us know what you're trashing, how you're trashing, where you're trashing. Mm. Well, see, we're used to the Target demo stuff. I mean, and what a crew today. We have EJ Stewart in my usual chair. We have Pete the Body Bilotti, as grumpy as ever, in his usual chair. And a surprise anchor today. Who will be doing updates? We don't know because they weren't here as a 5.59. That's incorrect. I'm, he or I she know. has been in the building. 5.49, I think, was the the time card stamp. I was just trying to create drama. I know they were here. Close enough, though. Yeah. So somebody will be in, in that chair. We have Stunned to a News in hour number three. Thank goodness, Pete, as I, I was in charge of putting together the rundown, so I didn't even include Canadian Bacon. We'll do that in hour number four. And you're going to do that, huh? 
Well, there might be a little controversy behind that. Okay, because I have an objection to you doing it today because I don't want to hear you tell me how you're a hard hat guy that you're doing two, you're doing both of these huh. things, co-hosting and bacon. Well, you know what? Hard hat guy. Yeah. So, Great. anyway, plenty to get mm-hmm. into throughout the course of the show. We will do sports, sports, and more sports because this is CBS Sports Radio, free on the Odyssey app. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch and YouTube and watchda.com, Cap. Caps come in, hasn't gotten a haircut in about seven months. I saw mm. him. He had me awkwardly switch this high chair, which we can get to in a little bit. Yeah, let's discuss this real Well, two things, because your surprise update anchors already tweeted that he or she's doing updates this morning. I mean, literally popped up as you were saying. We don't know who's doing it, so now uh, America knows who's doing it. So it's Pat Boyle. It. It's Pat Boyle. Great. Yeah. Uh, and then I think I think Caps got a, a little bit of a scheme going on here. He made you switch into this high chair. This is the worst. You look more ridiculous than usual. It doesn't have arms, and you like to flail around. You're gonna fall. I like leaning back. I, I go side yes. to side. You're gonna be on the floor at some point this morning. And I think that's what Cap wants. Yeah, but he wants me high up. He wants me looking down on you, Bogues, which I think is very telling. Yeah, I mean, you already do figuratively, so you might as well do it literally. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, all right. NFL approved Thursday flex scheduling. We'll get to that. Tom Brady's gonna own the Raiders. Apparently, that doesn't mean he can't broadcast games, but. Did he think it means that? <laughs> We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. As we mentioned, Canadian bacon, uh, going to be a difficult bacon as well. The game only ends one nothing. Who won? You're going to have to stay tuned for that. And LeBron James contemplates his future. But we're going to begin with where the city of Denver would want us to begin. Where Marie would want us to begin. For our listeners out in Colorado Springs, where you'd want us to begin. Where the Nuggets locker room have been begging people to begin. It's always about the other team they beat. It's always about the other team they beat. Last night, I don't think it was about the other team they beat. The Nuggets prevail 113-111. Big word. And in monstrous moving basket, which ends up being the last of the night from from Jokic with about, what, 50-something seconds left? And it's where we begin. It's your cold open. Austin Reeves look in. Four seconds left. Two buckets. Two points ties it up. LeBron in the paint. Layup no good. Got his own board. There's the horn. And the Denver Nuggets, for the first time in franchise history, will go to the NBA Finals. It is not easy. The first time the Nuggets ever swept the team in the playoffs in the Western Conference Finals. Let's go. Congratulations. I'm really happy for the guys and for the organization and uh, just how how we we fight through I remember the days when uh, nobody was in uh, like you could you could hear you could hear the the, the bounce uh, uh, the ball bounce on the floor, and then there is no no fans, and we have a sellout every every other night. So, um, just for the organization, that was just for people, just for coach, for for all the players that everybody dubbed. Me and AD were just talking in the locker room uh, for a little bit. I think we came to the consensus that um, you know, if not one of the best, probably the best team that we've played since we've been together for our four years. Um, they just well orchestrated, well put together. Um, they have scoring, they have shooting, they have playmaking, they have smarts, they have length, they have depth. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, 
But I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. I don't believe it! The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes! It's your cold open. Jason Kosmicki on Nuggets Radio, the voices you heard post-game. Nikola Jokic, Jokic, which I'm still never going to get right. I don't care, right? I should care. But I feel like you care a little bit. Yeah. But here's the problem. I got 15 anchors saying it 15 different ways of CBS Sports Radio. And I, Marie in Denver told me that we've been saying Jason Kosmicki wrong the whole time. That Jason Kosmicki. Yeah. So okay. I, Jason I, I, Kosmicki. Nuggets. You heard LeBron James there at the end, too, as well. We'll get to him contemplating his future in hour number three. All right. So, first of all. You want to go with Jokic or Jokic? What are we doing? I'm going to go with Jokic because that's what he prefers. Okay, yeah. so let's go with Jokic. <laughs> Jokic with his eighth triple-double last night. Uh, now breaking Will Chamberlain's record in a postseason. Just incredible. I mean, me and you were watching some of these plays down the stretch here. He's an absolute, dare I say, unicorn. Picture Dirk Nowitzki adds, a, you know, 50 pounds. He's thicker. He's a rumbling train. And... It's so funny how we've come full circle from the Embiid MVP argument earlier in the year with the fatigue and all that stuff of of going with, you know voting for Jokic and here he is after not winning the MVP reminding us or maybe showing a lot of people you know including myself well, let's face it you're not up late watching Denver Nugget games that aren't on national TV they're not getting Saturday night thirty ABC they're not getting Sunday afternoon. You know, okay, they'll play a bunch of TNT games. They've now arrived. The stigma of the Denver Nuggets just, you know, being, okay, yeah, they're in the playoffs. No, no, no. This is a legitimate franchise now. They reached their first NBA Finals ever. Uh, And look, whether they win or not win, I think the beauty of the NBA playoffs now is we've guaranteed a fifth different champion in five years. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the Miami Heat are going to obviously beat the Celtics. The Heat could beat them. I, I am going to trust that I think the, the Nuggets will. And also, it's so funny in the name of parody, you know, the Nuggets were the best team in the Western Conference all season long. And they've knocked on the door in the playoffs the last couple of years coming up short. But in an era in the NBA or our entire lives, we've always seen that this league provides more chalk than anything. We spent almost an entire spring just now looking for reasons why chalk wouldn't prevail in the West. When here they are, the Nuggets, the best team in the West get there with the best player in the West getting there. And they can win in blowout fashion. They can win last night where they need these shots down the stretch playing the defense they played down the stretch. It's a great story, Bogues. And I think that this is just the beginning for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, that's the scary thing, I think, for the rest of the NBA is that Jokic is an old, Murray is an old, Michael Porter Jr. still has the potential to become a third superstar on that team. And the thing I think that we missed that people have been writing about since last night, because they've been a good regular season team, Murray was great in the bubble, but the last two postseasons, they've kind of been slapped in the face and kicked out of the postseason by better teams, maybe earlier than we thought. And you just, you assumed that they just weren't a postseason team, but they made a couple of changes from last year, Contavious Caldwell Pope, they drafted Christian Brown, who didn't play last night. Bruce Brown off the bench. Bruce Brown off the bench. He did play last night. They changed the dynamic of their team. Murray got healthy. And Jokic is, you know, you just call him the, the best player in the West. 
he might be the best player in the world right now. It's hard to argue. I mean, he's a two-time MVP. It's hard to argue that. And, you know, as, as far as the MVP thing goes, Embiid can be the MVP, is the MVP, but if you're picking, if you're starting a team today and you need a center, you're picking Jokic 11 times out of 10 yeah. over everybody else. He's remarkable. I mean, a I lot of times just, out of 10. I, I don't... It's hard to comprehend a guy that plays like him, that's built like him, that plays that position... He just averaged a triple-double in a four-game sweep well, of LeBron and the Lakers. He stared down a LeBron 40-point almost triple-double last night, and he abused Anthony Davis for four games. So, in watching a lot of this Western Conference final, and actually, I'm glad you brought up Anthony Davis because this is what it ties into. Anthony Davis, I think, is the one player seeing him go up against it compared to the other rounds, whether it was what happened with Minnesota in round one, and even to a lesser extent, Phoenix with Aiton in round two. I believe this to be true. You were a few years older than me. I am 36 years old. I saw the tail end of Jordan clearly, and I understand he's the greatest player of all time. I appreciated Kobe. I appreciated LeBron. But to me, when I think about pure dominance, the most dominant player I have ever seen play NBA basketball at a high level has been Shaquille O'Neal. Because, And bear with me. It doesn't mean he's better than Jordan. I'm just talking about pure dominance with what they were dealing with. He was an absolute freight train in his prime, especially those years with the Lakers, where you could throw some other All-Stars at him. Like, remember the NBA Finals versus the Pistons? I mean, he dwarfed Ben Wallace. Dwarfed <laughs> him. And that was an all-defensive player, a great center. And it looked like Ben Wallace was a point guard compared to, to Shaq. I'm watching Jokic now, and that's the vibes I'm getting, where, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are, how big a superstar you are, his... Ability to move with the ball, rumble on into the paint, and just his sure, sheer size and physical freak of nature. He's an unguardable player. And I think his eight triple doubles in this postseason only further cement that. Now we can get into semantics. Who's better? Who's that? But I'm just talking about sheer dominance on the court, and you're seeing his crowning moment right now. Now he could bump heads with a crowning moment of a different type of player with Jimmy Butler here coming up in the Miami Heat, and that'll be fun. And well, We're going to have like eight days to dissect it before we even get to a game. <laughs> but this is incredible, and I think that this is just the beginning for the Denver Nuggets and that whole stigma they had about, you know, you guys are always talking about the other teams. That's out the window. This Nugget team that was officially staked the claim, boom. They will, uh, they will be in front of our eyes, in front of our TVs going forward here in big moments. So what you're saying is if DA's here... Are we on summer Fridays yet? So if he's here Friday, that should be the Duncan Robinson show, like a four-hour breakdown yes. of individual players before game one of the finals. Yeah. We'll get to Butler on Thursday, Duncan Robinson, because we're going to have I, – I, can the Celtics show up for game four if they're not showing up for I, I, game look, three? By the way, 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-212-4CBS. We'll, we'll tackle this right now, too. Because I disagreed with you guys – I didn't disagree with you guys. I understand why you're saying that the NBA Finals can't start till next Thursday. But I also find it to be a ridiculous reason why. Like, DA reaching at the idea that, well, they, they want to start on a Thursday. But they don't consistently play every Thursday. You got a Friday game in there the following week. The NHL, by the way, right now, every there hasn't been an opposing team winning. They could get sweeps. They're going to get that thing going right away. It's not about hotels like it is in the NFL where you have sites being planned. I get what you say. Maybe ABC and their programming lays out like this. I, with all of that being said, the N, the NBA knows there's going to be a conversation. I'm going to bet the Celtics tonight because I think every 
close foul. Now, the Celtics could just lay down like dogs and lose the game. <laughs> but if you want to talk about games where officials could actually get involved in effect, yeah. I'm not saying I'm just saying, but I am saying I'm taking the Celtics. And I was looking around yesterday afternoon because there's a lot of people who love to break down the referee crew, and I was waiting to see who the NBA put on that game last night to see what trends and storylines developed from there. I never saw those tweets. EJ's more plugged into NBA minutiae like that. I don't know if the NBA put kind of the usual suspects on game four last night in LA to massage that one to a game five. And it got close. It did. Um, but I, I, they're going to, whatever, whatever they feel comfortable doing, I would think they try to influence game four. But the problem is what you just said, it might not matter if the Celtics right. do what they did in well, game three. And that's the thing. If the, if the heat just rise to the occasion, I don't think that you could officiating massage, if that's the word we're going to use. Yeah a game into a blowout for the Celtics. So it would take the Celtics just, Tatum, first of all, how about you make a shot in the fourth quarter? Yeah. I mean, that would be key. I mean, I guess you'd have to play in the fourth quarter, which you hope is the case if you're Boston. By the way, if you're down 30 entering the fourth tonight, newsflash, play Tatum. <laughs> don't just lay down your swords. Play Tatum. Well, I still don't agree with that. Down, You're already down 2-0 in game three. I don't care that you're down 30. You know, have a moment. Because if you come back down 30 and Tatum gets hot in the fourth quarter, you have this unbelievable comeback. Guess what? The Heat may never win a game the rest of the series. So, right. is a disaster. Yeah, at least he's feeling better yeah. for game four. Even if you're still down 0-3, right. he finds some rhythm, finds some confidence. And, and with that, this could be a tight game, and then you just realize Missoula stinks as a coach again, and, they're, and the officials do everything they can. But all of that being said, I still think the Celtics have the talent here to get this. Unless they they're coming apart at the seams in the locker room. I, well, I, don't I mean, know. who who was it that said the the Celtics or the who do they play the previous rounds? Why am I blanking on oh, the Sixers? Yeah, uh, that they should be ashamed if they lose to Miami. In the it was a guy on our show. Was it was it Ryan McDonough that said that? Like that sentence is still true. Ryan like, McDonough, you talking about Ryder? I think. What did I? No, yeah. somebody almost on with DA and said the two teams in the other series should be ashamed if they lost to Miami. We didn't and, have Ryan McDonough. All right, then it was them just picking the wrong name. I'm ninety five percent sure somebody on this show wow. as a guest. Well, you're also said asking that. me to pay attention during the interview. I know. Um, and that sentence is still kind of true. The Celtics absolutely should be ashamed right now. So, like, there is a theory, there is a way for Boston to make this somewhat interesting if they played like they're supposed to play but it doesn't seem like they are physically or mentally capable of doing that right now, yeah. which takes us back to Missoula, who, like, we've had this conversation with, like, mug shots. Do you look bad in your mug shot because you did something wrong, or did you do something wrong because you look? Like, Missoula now looks like a lost head coach, and I don't know which came first. Like, he sits there, like, wide-eyed, stunned. Like, he right. does, like, I don't have, he keeps saying, I don't know why, I don't know. Like, he looks like he's lost, and he's lost, and I can't. Well, if you, if you, I guess you can judge a book by its cover. Right, like I don't know which came first, but now he looks the part of a befuddled, overwhelmed, outcoached, no answer which, guy, which and that's you. the world they live in right now. Shows you you can't tell if a coach is good or bad based on an NBA regular season more so than any other sport. Uh, I guess I still think there's room for patience. Uh, as bad as this has been, I don't need to get to set fire to the whole thing, but. It well, couldn't have gone worse. And by the way, we're going to have, again, probably a whole week of dissecting yeah. post-Celtics more here. So we'll get into some of this. But if Jalen Brown's gone, I mean, you might have to just start anew. All right. When we come back, 
your best audio of the day in soundcheck. And I didn't realize this until I got the paper. Another bird was hitting baseball. Yeah. So bird is the word. We'll get into that. Oh, well, plus um, a young Patrick Boyle will. Is he getting his first anchoring shift here on on the DA show? On the DA show, yes. Definitely, I don't think on the network. And he's definitely done updates on WFAN here in New York. Yeah, I just meant CBS Sports, or at least the DA show. I think just the DA show. I'm pretty sure he's been on the weekends. Okay. All right. He would know. He kind of makes those schedules. Just the DA show. He's been anchoring. All right, so let's go. Patty Boyle with his first DA show anchoring uh, update next. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. All right, if you're just joining us, it's Mraz and Bogues on a summer Tuesday on the DA Show. We begin Soundcheck with Nucky Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins ranks his top three quarterbacks he'd want to play for on the I Am Athlete podcast. You just brought up quarterbacks. Mm. Uh, What are some of the quarterbacks out there? If you had a list, you say, Mm -hmm. these are some dope quarterbacks that I would love to throw me the ball the second part of my career. Oh, that's a good question. I would have to say... uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks that I've, I've been watching since he came in the league is Josh Allen. Josh Ooh. Allen, he reminds me of he reminds me of an old school or, or of a new school Andrew Luck. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I love Josh Allen. Uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, man, he's he, he, Houston kid, your dog, Jalen. Uh, number three. Who I would love to to have a ball thrown by oh, man Patrick Mahomes obviously yeah Patrick Mahomes was number three <laughs> but I, I I there's a couple <laughs> things I have a problem with with this clip folks number one as you enter the second part of your career no 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 yeah. this will be the third part of your career because you were with the Texans then you had this era with the Cardinals also you're 30 which is not old in real life but you're you know you're starting to descend a little bit. Doesn't mean that DeAndre Hopkins can't have another two, three awesome years, but let's stop that it's the second part of his career. Also, I know that Kyler's hurt. This whole thing is so weird. The Cardinals also said they're not going to move him. 
This is so weird. It's almost like as if we're operating as if DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. I mean, I had to, to double check again last night that he's still technically a Cardinal. And they said they're not moving him. <laughs> right. Now, I, I, they could say that. Now, it doesn't mean that. It's it, it's peculiar. I mean, we've and, and then he'll probably later today or tomorrow say that's not a trade. Like, he's already listed the teams he wanted to play for. Now it's the QBs he thinks are cool. But he's not really asking yeah. to be moved out of Arizona, and they're not going to do it. It's bizarre. And also, too, that weird gurgle, like, like ooh, in there. Was that you, or is that, like, your cousin hosts the I Am Athlete podcast? There was a weird Sean-like uh, noise. Maybe. Like, glee in there around the Josh I, Allen mention? I believe that was Ashley Nicole Moss, who's a co-host on there now. I, like, okay. it was a, that was a very Sean noise. Josh Allen, no, it was a different one than that, I Can thought. I, can, mm. can I say something I, I don't think is hot takey, but maybe it's hot okay. takey? Enough with the Andrew Luck comparisons, too. <laughs> Comparing Josh Allen to Andrew Luck. I Look, obviously, Andrew Luck retiring was a huge story. And Andrew Luck, you know, took the Colts to that Deflategate AFC title game. He had the incredible comeback versus Kansas City in the playoffs. I am not trying to minimize Andrew Luck's career when he played. Let's stop acting or rewriting history as if Andrew Luck was as good as Peyton Manning and and Tom Brady. Now, who knows? Maybe he would have clicked into that, you know, next gear and been like a multiple-time champion. I understand that we'll never know. And he was awesome. But he wasn't, like, all-time great either. Right, but I don't think Josh Allen, just because he's so young, is an all-time... I, I think that's a fair comparison. Especially is he? We, well, it, I think we're on a trajectory right now that... It, and I understand that the career could be shut that... Josh Allen will definitely be a better quarterback than Andrew Luck. Um, I don't know that he'll be definitely be a drastically better quarterback than Andrew Luck. And I think when we've had conversations about both of them more recently, obviously with Luck, I mean with Allen about having to protect himself and run less and put himself in less danger, which was the conversation around Andrew Luck while he was playing, and then one of the main reasons why he's not playing anymore. Uh, I think the comparison is kind of fair. Yeah. I mean, look, and I understand the organization mm. failed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the organization failed him. I understand the health risk. I understand all of that. And it's a weird spot because Andrew Luck definitely didn't suck and was definitely really good. But I just feel like we, I don't know, even with the tampering stuff that comes out, these teams still clamoring to bring back Andrew Luck. I I think we've kind of reached a post-Andrew Luck career arc here where now he's almost become overrated in history. Andrew Luck threw 40 touchdowns in his third year. You know that, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, again, though. Uh, Josh Allen hasn't hasn't thrown that much at any point in his career. So, EJ, you're doing the thing I can't stand that football fans do. What is that? I can't stand it. When you look at touchdown passes and don't look at the total package. Josh Allen is a dual threat, runs in a ton, gets his team down with these long rumbles down to the one-yard line, causes more rushing touchdowns for his team. I'm not saying you are lazy, but because I have this argument with Daniel Jones haters all the time. Did right. you know Daniel Jones had four less total touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers played one less game last year? But everybody focuses on the 15 passes. That's the case with Josh Allen, too. He's such a running threat, too, that that's such a part of the modern NFL. When you combine the two, which is why I think people always look at Lamar Jackson with, you know, get up on the passing now, because if you get the passing combined with the running, you are the true unicorn. Andrew Luck wasn't a true runner of the football also. But Andrew Luck had a really good career running the football at Stanford, and I think that if he played today, he'd probably be used closer like I mean, Josh Allen than he I guess. Five years then. ago, it wasn't like we didn't know quarterbacks could run. I think that their offensive line had a lot of issues protecting him clearly, and that was probably a way to keep him safe. 
I'm, I, this is getting twisted where I'm acting like Andrew Luck sucked. Andrew Luck was really good, and we'll never know what he could have been. But I think history is is overrating him a little bit. You see, and I, and I think you may be underrating him because the timing is the annoying part here. It's been five plus years. He has given zero inclination that he wants to play again. He's not even hanging around the game. When yeah. we've seen him, he's slimmed down. He doesn't. He's not. Oh yeah, in he's football not, shape anymore. You got to stop clamoring from the right. Come back. Like let's leave him alone. But I don't think that means we need to like go too far in the other direction. Uh, look, that he wasn't as good as we remember him being. My favorite luck moment is always going to be the comeback versus Kansas City and that wild card round on a Saturday. And I, they had at least the one run that was kind of like a weird playoff year because it was just another Brady going there. But I never thought Andrew Luck stepping on a football field that he was a real threat to beat Tom Brady in a game, whereas, like, Peyton Manning always provided us at least that opportunity. I, I don't know. I just just felt a peg short for me on also his expectations when he came out of Stanford. And the organization has a lot to do with it. Yes. Um, and thankfully, Jim Irsay didn't put Andrew Luck ahead of Peyton Manning on his. Well, yeah. maybe he's in his top 10. We only know the top five. Um, uh, that's true. You said it before. Unfortunately, Bird is yes. the word. Uh, twice in less than a week, we have lost a Bird on a baseball field. One time was pregame playing catch. Last night, during a game, Cleveland outfielder Will Brennan's at the plate. This is Steve Stone and our good friend Jason Benetti on Bally Sports. Oh. Through the left side, base hit for Brennan on the first pitch he sees. So Cleveland quickly has two on with nobody out. Let's take another look at it. This one actually went by what looked like some sort of deceased animal at shortstop. Oh. Maybe not an animal that would be stretching it. Looks like it might be from the rodent family. They just scooped it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that's too bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Hope he had good insurance. Oh, so many jokes. Now it's not funny. It's not funny. That's not. Um, it was a bird. It wasn't a rat or whatever. Um, and it was dead thanks to the ball. It wasn't dead before the ball went past. Yeah, it passed the deceased animal. No, I no, no. That was the, case. the ball made the bird deceased. Will Brennan hit a ball. It hit a bird. And Brennan had, he, I think, playfully apologized to PETA after the game on Twitter. For oh, well, I, for one, we never had the joke about the, the fastball or the curveball. I would much rather get hit with a pitch than get hit with a line drive. Yeah, I mean, the ball off the bat's going to be faster. That's horrible. That is a horrible way to go. Also, I think we officially know that birds are stupid. Get out of the stadium. <laughs> or at least out of the field of play. You want to perch up in the upper deck and watch the game from there? Stop it. This ain't the park. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if stupid's the right word. but I always, They're stupid, They're dude. not as capable of advanced thoughts as most of us are, so... They they don't know where the safe Think place about, for is. Bird, they're gonna come in over the stadium and down. And they see grass. They uh, go, oh, grass, great. I'm right. Cool. Get a feel for what's going on. <laughs> they're idiots. I like the fans booing in the background too. Yeah, well, because they the come. And by the way, that's a terrible job. I don't know if you guys. I I had a tough time burying my dog years ago. I gotta be scooping birds or dead rodents, and the people have to do this off the street. You ever pass like a dead possum? I've scooped up a dead bird from my yard. Ah, oh. it was terrible. Oh, it was horrible. Gross. My dog uh, shook a squirrel out one year on the Super Bowl and, and had blood foaming out of its mouth, and we oh. had to bury the squirrel. 
that was an unreal, you know, you get rubber gloves. It is awful. Awful. Yeah, I had a tough time oh, I'm having flashbacks negotiating of flashbacks. the bird onto the shovel, which was like extending the nastiness of it. That wasn't fun. But I didn't Some have sort of All right. blood and guts, at least. All right, now, last sound check. Jalen Green says Michael Jordan told him to take off a certain kind of shoes he was wearing. Uh, this you mentioned on. MJ, and you ever met MJ? I got a crazy story. I went to a Michael Jordan camp in San Diego. Mm-hmm. I'm walking to practice from the dorm. I got, like, high socks on up to my knees, baggy shorts. My swag was terrible. I got Adidas <laughs> slides on, and he just walked over to me and was like, you need to take them weak ass Adidas slides off. I look back. I look back. I'm like, what you mean? He's like, you need to get some Jordan slides. Yeah. I said, give me some. So he brought me some Jordan slides. <laughs> I'm a Same. little ass. Kid though, he talking about get rid of the weekend. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm minding my business. I'm Dude. happy walking by myself. I was heavily excited because my mom in stands. I ran up to my mom real quick. I'm like, mom, I just I just talked to Jordan. Yeah. Mom, she taking the picture the whole time. So he- she was like, I know, I seen. <laughs> oh, okay. the picture. So, yeah, that's really cool. First of all, that was on the podcast P. That's really cool because it shows that Michael Jordan does have like this human being interaction, interact with other kids like that. Also. Just tell the little kid you got weak ass slides, and then giving him the pair of uh, you know Jordan slides. Good promotion by him too, right? To get those Jordans out. There. So the slides weren't a problem as a fashion statement. It was the brand of the slides. Exactly. It was Adidas. He was wearing Jordan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the Jordan. Uh, I only recently got into slides. I finally got out of the thong sandals, which uh, people, you know, at the beach, you, I like the thong sandal, but p- apparently it's very much out. I never understood the slide. My feet slide too much in and out of it. But I don't know. I guess it's an okay look. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the neither one of them to me is comfortable because the thong thing. I don't it, like the sock look with it. I mean, that you can't do. Yeah. But as a basketball player, you got them on like walking back and forth to the court, so you have your socks on because you used to have them in, a, in your sneakers. Now yeah. the sneakers are off. But if you're making a conscious choice, like to go to the supermarket, I've seen that. In like slides it. and socks, you're doing it wrong. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. I, I'm a slide and sock enthusiast. Like that is oh, that is how I walk around. That is how I walk around in Queens 90 percent of the time. What? Absolutely. Why wear the socks? Sometimes it's a little chilly. You know, who wants to see my toes? Come on. Well, I mean, mm. I get we're we're cut from a little bit of a different cloth because you're talking about Queens. I'm talking about like I I'm 10 minutes from the beach, guys. So like in my world, slides mean you're wearing them around water. Right. You know? EJ is also the youngest of the group. I couldn't tell you what's cool every time. Now. But I've seen the slides with the socks on the supermarket. And every, by the way, as I'm probably wearing a half-stained Masahiro Tanaka jersey right. and tight and my nipples are poking through, <laughs> I'm the one pushing the car going, this guy looks ridiculous. <laughs> that is true. You probably shouldn't point at anybody else's yeah. like fashion faux pas. But I just, if I'm putting socks on, then I'm putting shoes on. Yeah, like I agree. Just, if, you, if, you, if you need socks, then you need shoes. I feel like it's definitely a basketball thing. Like, I played basketball growing up, so it felt like, like, uh, like uh, yeah. Focus was saying, you go from the court and whatever, but that it's, it's, tra- it's transitioned beyond the court now. That's now the problem. Now it's a way of life at this point. Yeah, if you told me at the supermarket there was a pair of high tops waiting for you to put on at your shop, <laughs> then maybe I'd understand <laughs> like that. Shopping sneaks. And that is your sound check. All right, let's rub our hands together, folks. A guy we usually see on that side. He's occasionally been over here hosting. Now he's doing the updates. It's Pat Boyle, who looks profusely sweating and a nervous wreck for this moment. Good morning, gentlemen. I look like I'm sweating. Yeah, you do. I don't see that. I think you 
Oh, he's got the chain bracelet. Here we go. He's ready to go, man. All right, what do we got, Pat? What do you want, man? This is this is a coveted spot here. I'm ready to rock. Coveted. The Caserta chair. Now, don't look at... Peter Schwartz has farted into that seat cushion <laughs> multiple times. All right. Sorry. Now, now I feel uncomfortable sitting here. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, yeah, we are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Well, for the first time in franchise history, the Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. They finished off LeBron James and the Lakers last night in L.A., 113-111 the final to complete a four-game sweep in the Western Conference Finals. It did come all the way down to the buzzer. LeBron James' driving layup never had a chance. Great double team by Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon sealed the deal. Here's Nuggets head coach Michael Malone afterwards. His team, his team still has an appetite. And to beat this team in the Western Conference Finals and to get the first sweep in franchise history, to get the first Western Conference Championship in, in um, franchise history, um, it means a lot. But I speak for 17 players in that locker room and the entire organization. We are not satisfied. Two-time MVP Nikola Jokic, now a Western Conference Finals MVP as well as regular season the two-time regular season MVP, another triple-double in a closeout game. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, three blocks in 45 minutes. And hey, Nikola, how does the conference finals MVP compare to the regular season one? I don't know. I don't think about MVP, MVPs anymore. And, and I think it's uh, people are just um, mean and saying that Embiid shouldn't want it. I think he, he, should, he, he should want it. <laughs> people are just mean. By the way, and B, I mean, uh, Jokic sounds like me with oinks. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, he, do, he doesn't care. He had three triple doubles in the series, though, put up monster numbers. Of course, Jamal Murray deserves a ton of credit as well. He was tremendous again with 25 points. Aaron Gordon poured in 22. And the Lakers had a 15-point lead at half in this game before the Nuggets outscored them 36-13 to in the third quarter. LeBron James did everything he could, one assist shy of a 40-point triple double. And after the game, you guys mentioned this before, LeBron contemplating his future? We know that they're going to come out aggressive, though. It's less about that and more about us weathering the storm. And it's- All right, we're off to a hot start here. A Welcome to the club. stumble in a wrong clip. Mm. <laughs> Wait, let's Sean blame Carlos in three, two, one. Or somebody yeah. else. Nope, I'm not blaming anybody. We'll clean that up. has got a tough job to do. We'll clean that up. We're getting the mistakes out early here. Uh, Nuggets now wait until June 1st, nine days from now, for the winner of the Celtics in the Heat. Speaking of which, game four tonight, will we have back-to-back brooms? Uh, Sean, would these be regular sweeps, or do you have a term for these? <laughs> no, these are straight-up sweeps. Okay. Straight-up sweeps. Yeah, heat up three. By I'll the get... way, there was definitely a Nugget or Heat fan that have both swept up something in some kind of video. Are those people getting called jinxes? Well, the Nuggets won last night, yeah, so were, no. no the point is, it would have had no effect one way or another. Oof. Or you, for whatever reason, did affect the Rangers. Nope. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Heat up 3-0, game four tonight in South Beach at 8.30 Eastern. Stanley Cup playoffs last night. The Eastern Conference Finals also now have a 3-0 series. Something going on in South Florida. Eight-seed Heat have a 3-0 lead. Now do the eight-seed Florida Panthers as well. Shawnee will have Canadian bacon later in the show. Uh, there was only one goal last night. It was Sam Reinhardt's goal on the man advantage at 10.05 in the second period. Sergei Bobrovsky had 32 saves. Sam Bennett had the assist on the lone goal and that's now three straight one-goal wins for the Cats. They can close it out in Game 4 tomorrow night in Sunrise at 8 Eastern. Over to baseball, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. now has Major League Baseball's best 15-game hitting streak. The D-backs continue their hot start to the season. They beat the Phils 6-3 last night in Philly. 
Uh, big battle in the AL East went to the Rays. No surprise. Randy Rosarena, Jose Siri, Luke Raley all homered. They beat the Blue Jays 6-4. to Tampa now 94 home runs in 49 games. That is 15 more than the Dodgers, who are in second. And there are 10 teams in the majors with How 50 home possible? runs. 10 teams in the majors with 50 home runs or less. Tampa has 94. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Launch angle. That's crazy. I thought they are cheating. I'm not saying that. But I think when it's that big of a discrepancy, I mean, when this day and age of baseball, it's fair to question anything. Even though they're doing it in different ballparks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying they are, but I'm saying I, I, I think it's impossible. Baseball's now put us in a culture where it's impossible not to question everything. Yeah, but we also live in a world, a baseball world, where teams care about hitting home runs. So like Judge that. was definitely cheating, though, but the Rays, no shot. Well, show me the video. Okay, oh, okay, a couple of things here. Okay. From the beginning last week, I never said Judge was cheating. I said I didn't believe his story. Ah, pull the tape. I, gladly. More than <laughs> once I said there's plenty of room to not be the Astros here, that he's not cheating, he's stealing signs. You can pull the tape. I literally said those words. But no, I think in the newsroom you said cheating. Show me... The video of the Rays looking in the dugout before every pitch. Let's go from so there. So that's the only way to cheat now? No, but sh- give me visuals of a Ray doing something that looks dubious. Right, I'll start like paying we attention. Like judge. You I'll, might as well. I'm going to start paying attention and recording every game. I can dig into the numbers and see how many of those home runs came at home. Although the technology is harder than it's time with, out. with the pitch calm now. Hold on. It's got to be as hard as ever to try to steal I agree. Pitches. But I think because the Astros did this whole banging of the trash cans thing at home, we are under this impression that you can only figure out a way to do this at home, which I think is also a fallacy. No, but it would be, it, no matter what, it's easier to do it at home where you control everything. True. And again, I, look, do I really think? Probably not. But I also think that this is the world we live in now in baseball where it's fair to question everything. Is that a wrong statement? Uh, I think at times, I think it's unfair to the Rays to question everything. It's not unfair to baseball to question everything. But why? Why should the Rays be above that? Because I think you, because the Rays don't necessarily play a hand in the atmosphere that baseball created starting back in 1998. So you think it's normal that they're hitting this many more home runs than everybody else? I mean, they also. Without superstars or. Teams have hit home runs at this pace before. They're not obliterating his, historical numbers. But I'm, uh, they're just doing the it right now. the rest of the league that, at that incredible a pace. Oh, well, they could come back down to reality, though. Exactly. They could. Their pitching is hurting, so they might, they might get uh, they might start struggling. All here. I'm saying is there's enough there where I think it's at least fair in this culture of baseball to question. You, can, if you want to question it, that's fine. But you can't. To me, you, there's a, a a ceiling on the time you can question it. Like right. how long you want to have that conversation? I think Pete just pulled the lat muscle pad, mm. so we're gonna get out of here and take a break. Yeah, no problem. I got a ton of other stuff for you guys, and hopefully, no more mistakes coming forward. All right, how many yoinks are we gonna give that, Pete? <laughs> Three, 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 seven, five. That, that, was, that was generous as well. We'll see. We'll see what he does next. All right, when we come back, we got something. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serve the armed forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. How about Nikola Jokic? Three blocks and a steal to go with 30 points in Denver's clincher over the Lakers last night. The Nuggets now wait until June the 1st to start the NBA Finals. It's Mraz and Bogish here on CBS Sports Radio's The DA Show. 
Coming up, top of next hour, get to NFL flexing. We'll still get to get to LeBron's future. Uh, interesting nugget, though, floating around. If the Miami Heat win tonight, Bogues, Pat Riley, whether as a player, a coach, or an executive, mm-hmm. will have gone to 19 NBA Finals. 19, nearly a quarter of all NBA Finals have had Pat Riley ties to it once the Heat accomplished winning this Eastern Conference Final. Big deal, little deal, no deal? Um, It's a deal. I mean, it's just an anomaly. And But I, I guess it does obviously play into his success as a head coach and an executive more than anything else. And it reminds yeah. me, there's similar stats about Jamie Moyer, the old lefty from baseball, who pitched for how, like 20-plus years, and Patrick Marlowe, longtime NHL player, when he retired he had played with like a third of all the NHL players of all time. And Moyer has faced like a strange high percentage of hitters because huh. he played for so long. Uh, so those are about longevity. Riley certainly is, but there's also the skill involved of coaching teams and setting up and running the heat organization that keeps getting him back there now. I think the most impressive part is that he's still got that, now it's thinned, but still got that hair slicked back. He looks great. He does look great. All right, we come back. The NFL approves Thursday night flex schedule, and John Mara certainly isn't happy about it. Neither should you be as a fan. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.